Welcome to the Write Something Worthy podcast, where we teach emerging authors how to ditch the fear, confusion, and overwhelm of writing a bestseller-worthy non-fiction book. And now, your host, Tonya Brockett. Greetings, everyone. Tanya Brockett here. We are closing in on the end of season one and wrapping up our series on the top 10 tips for nonfiction authors. That's coming from the upcoming book of the same name. As a reminder, we're going to take a break between season one and season two to establish our program calendar and make adjustments and all that good stuff. So we'll be off during the month of May for new content, but we will probably uh, air some highlight episodes during the month so that you can stay in tune. And for those of you who are just discovering us, you can just binge watch or Ben's listen to all of our podcasts during the month of May so that you'll be ready and geared up for June 1, which is the first Word Worthy Wednesday of Season 2. I hope that you will stick with us and join us. And if you want to play a role in Season 2 and what we do, how we do it, who we have as guests, please send us your ideas, suggestions, wishes, dream guests, or other input to podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Again, that's podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Just email us there, and we would absolutely value and appreciate your input and love hearing from you. So tap into us there at any time, quite frankly, but especially if you have ideas for season two of the Write Something Worthy podcast. All right, so now I want to continue our last tip in our series, the top 10 tips for nonfiction authors. Last week, we covered tip nine to remember your ideal reader. This week's tip, the final one, tip 10, is to set your intention. In addition to establishing a vision for your publishing project and your book, which was tip number two, I encourage you to set and write down, write out, put it up, an intention for your book and your results. And then keep that intention along with your vision in front of you, but get in resonance with it. One great thing about intention is that it helps you to align your energy to move in the direction that you're intending to go. So even if you have established a goal or a plan or an objective, when you set an intention about how that's going to come about or the way you want to feel when you have achieved that, then getting in line with the energetic properties of your purpose and your goal and your plan becomes more possible for you. And when you can get into the harmony of it and uh, the feeling of the joy of it or feel the love of what it is that you're bringing forth or feel the joy that your book is bringing because of the knowledge and awareness that it's creating for others, when you get into that, It makes the journey so much better and so much more fun. And your ideal reader will feel 
that excitement. They'll feel how excited you are about uh, your book. And they'll feel that excitement when they have just finished your book. And when you can set an intention of how you want your ideal reader to feel when they finish that book, when you can imagine them closing that book and saying, oh my gosh, that was so awesome. I am so glad I found this just at this right, perfect time. When you can feel that and you set that as an intention for the work that you go forth and do each day, gosh, it makes it more exciting to do it. It makes it so much more exciting to get that book done. It makes it so much more exciting to put in the effort that's required to finish that book. Because when you feel the ideal reader benefit coming forth, it's just like, ah, wow. It's just awesome. So put that intention into your goals, your plans, your objectives, so that you can feel it each day. And have the intention of sharing your message with the world. You know, even if your book is designed to help you to win clients or bring in more business or gain more credibility or so that you can get on more stages and speak and so forth, even if your book is designed to help grow your business in some way, you can still fill your intention of that book with love so that it just is so well received that you can feel the success of it before it happened. And because it's successful, that means that it hit its mark with your ideal reader. That means that they receive something of great benefit, perhaps of great joy, perhaps of great resolution for them out of your book because you had a clear intention that they received that while you were working through your publishing journey. So as you look at your book every day and and work on it, one thing that, as I mentioned, probably, I don't know, I don't know which episode I would have mentioned this in, but in one of our previous podcasts, I talked about how Dr. Wayne Dyer would create a book cover for his book and wrap it around some other book that he had already, right? And then he would have that on his desk or his shelf, and he would be able to see that and know that his intention was to complete that book such that, you know, others would well uh, be happy to receive it. And all he had to do was just allow that to be true. And so when you see your book cover for your book, It creates this excitement that allows you to move forward with that intention to serve your ideal reader with that content. And all you have to do is allow the pages to be filled so that it can happen. But every time you see that book, your book cover, feel that intensity. Feel the wish fulfilled. That's the book that I was reading that Wayne Dyer said that, I believe. Um, Wishes Fulfilled is the book that he has. And in that, 
he expressed how you look at the end result, just like Neville Goddard always says, is think from what you want, not of what you want. So be there already, be in that place, and then all you have to do is look back and see, okay, so what is it that I have to do in order to be in that place? I just have to write this book to the best of my ability so that my ideal reader will engage with it and love it and resonate from it and transform as a result of it and be appreciative of it. So then just do that. So I know that sounds like, oh my gosh, you know, I just want to get this book written for goodness sakes. And, you know, it is... uh, When we're writing a book, yes, we just want to crank it out, right? We just want to get it done already because we, you know, we we want it written. We wanted to get it published by a certain time. We just want to get it out there. But if you can set intentions for how you want to feel through the process, set intentions for how you want to go about each day of writing, not just a goal and a target, it goes beyond that. It, it, and, you know, there is a quote that I'm going to dig out uh, that talks about going beyond that. Um, here it is. It's, a, it's an Inc. article, Inc. magazine, and um, the author Marla Tabaka, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but she put it this way. Intentions give you purpose as well as the inspiration and motivation to achieve your purpose. The practice of setting daily intentions can change your life. I agree. Intentions can like pave the way towards your achieving your specific goal, whether it's, you know, writing a book, whether it's, you know, achieving, you know, putting out a new course, whether whatever it is, whatever that goal is that you set from a business perspective, you know, you have your SMART goals, your S-M-A-R-T's, right? Your specific, measurable, achievable, you know, realistic and timely. You have those goals, but when you set an intention for how you want to arrive at those goals, then it can be much more uh, energetically aligned, to what it is that you're trying to accomplish. I worked with uh, Dr. Joe Vitale on his book, The Miracle. And in that book, he talks about the RAS, the reticular activating system, and setting intentions, using that to really zero in on what it is that you are wanting to create. And I... I I was amazed when I actually was working on the book. I had um, a need that had arisen that was unexpected. And so I decided to apply what I was working on in that particular chapter. I think it might have been chapter two of of The Miracle. And um, I took that uh, information that he was sharing in that chapter and applied it set a clear intention, identified what it is I wanted to feel, how I wanted it to happen, what the energetic alignment was that I would have to get in tune with. And it it did work out beautifully. So I just find it so um, 
interesting and exciting that when you set an intention for how you go about achieving your purpose or fulfilling your purpose or achieving a goal, it goes beyond just the goal itself. So it gathers the energies of the universe to work together for your good, in a sense. I mean, it moves things your way. It it allows the right people and resources and information to come to you or to be uh, made, a, allow you to be made aware of. So that's where the reticular activating system comes in. For example, you know, the common example of the RAS is you decide that you want the yellow VW bug, right? And so you say, yep, that's what I want. I I really want to bring this into my life. I feel like this would be the great thing for me. It feels good, yada, yada, yada. So you set this intention, right? And then everywhere you look, you go to the store, you see a yellow VW bike. You go to the mall, you see a yellow VW bike. You hit the highway, you count five of them on your highway. So, you know, this happened to me one time when I went to L.A., and um, I, to be honest, I wasn't, I, I don't even know why it came into my uh, consciousness to be, to be totally honest. But the, the RAS was opening up opportunities for me to see a, a, I think it was a Tesla, right? I think, yeah. So it was a Tesla. So I... I didn't have a desire to buy that car, to be honest, but I, I had had some particular interest, I suppose. So, because I had set that um, awareness or created that awareness about Teslas, every opportunity for a Tesla to show up in my life showed up. I went to a parking garage where it's the only space that I can park right next to a Tesla. I went to uh, I went downtown in L.A. and they were having a a fair in a park, and in the fair was this opportunity to win a Tesla. So I took a picture in front of that Tesla. I took a picture in front of the other Tesla. I'm on the highway going to a conference, and there were like I think what was it a dozen Teslas that I passed or counted on that particular trip. It was just like they were everywhere. Because you're, they're always there. They're always there. Everything, all your opportunities are always there. The editor you're trying to find is there. The publisher you're trying to find is there. The ghostwriter you're trying to find is there. They're always there. But because we are not setting clear intentions to bring them into our lives to fulfill a particular role, we don't notice them. So it's that particular activating system, that trigger in the brain that says, oh, she's looking for a ghostwriter. Here, let's show her ghostwriters. Here's Tanya, here's Matt, here's this person, here's that person. All of these different ghostwriters will come into your experience because that's what you said you are looking for. So all of those things will come and be present to you. 
whereas you may not have seen them prior to your making the decision and setting the intention that you want to have that experience. So they're always there. Everything is always there. You just aren't paying attention to them because you've got thousands and thousands, five-figure thousands worth of um, intention or information flooding into your brain every day. So you don't have time to process all that. So your brain focuses on that which it feels you say is important to you. And it filters out the other stuff because that's not where you are energetically aligned. That's not what you said you wanted. That's not what you felt good about. That's not where your joy was that day. That's not where um, your intention was. So it filters out all that other stuff. But once you set an intention, then you give your brain the reason to seek out that which you want to apply to your life or have in your life or experience in your life or feel in your life. So now it comes into being. So when it comes to your book and why this is an important tip for authors is because you want to have a clear intention of what you want your book to do for or give to your ideal reader, what you want your book to do for or give to you, what you want your book to do for or give to your business, what you want the book to give to or do for the, the world. What impact are you trying to make? And when you set an intention about what that impact is and how you want to feel when it's accomplished and you get into the present moment of it, when you get into the present moment of it, then you feel that and then the things that you need to make that experience come to pass come to your awareness. They're there all the time. You're just not seeing them now that you set a clear intention about where you want to go with your book, how many pages you want to get cranked out every day, or how you want to feel when you finish writing every day, or how you want to feel when you see that book in your ideal reader's hands, or what you want to feel when you see the book up on yourself. When you set an intention for all that, what you need to make that true will come to your experience. So some ways that you can set intentions are thus. I talk about this actually. Setting intentions, uh, setting intentions is one of the wheels in the Do Behave course that I have. It do Be Have, actually, if you want to pronounce it that way. I know Cynthia liked that. Do Be Have. And that's how it's uh, presented. You, uh, What do you have to do to become what you want in order to have what you desire? So, do behave is the seven spoke system for manifesting your best book, business, and life. And it is a course at dobehave.net that you can get to work through the seven spoke system. And intention is the first spoke on that wheel. In that course, I talk about setting an affirmative intention an intention statement, something that says what it is that you're trying to create in your life, something that'll supercharge your intentions and fill them with vibrant 
manifesting energy. And let me give you a few of those tips that are from that course. The first is that you have I am statements. So when you say I am, what follows, as, as Dr. Wayne Dyer has often said, what follows the I am is what you are and what you become. And it is powerful. So if you are down on yourself and you say, I am so sick and tired of, don't do that. You don't want to be sick and tired of anything, right? You want to be happy and fulfilled and so forth. So your I am statement is what will be true for you. So if you say, I'm useless at this, when it comes to writing your book, that will become your truth. You'll find ways to keep sabotaging yourself to be useless at what you're trying to accomplish. So instead, say, I am worthy of writing an awesome book. I am worthy of abundance. I am worthy of all the good things that the universe has for me. And then you'll start seeing the evidence to support that. You'll remember, your reticular activating system is going to start saying, hey, here's something that shows you're worthy. Oh, here's something that'll make you feel worthy. Oh, here's something else over here. You've got to realize this. So those, uh, those things will start making themselves true for you when you add an I am statement for what it is. So you want to be careful with those powerful words, I am. Because you want to make sure you follow those up with something positive, something um, that is creative, something that is desired by you, not what is not. You also want to have active verbs in your in your statement. You don't want to be you want to be punchy, not passive. Uh, you want to have some vibrant and 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 visceral language. So um, you can. Add adverbs to that, for example. You can say, I am joyfully driving my shiny new yellow VW bug. <laughs> Since I used that in an example earlier. Or you can say, I am joyfully signing lots of my books for all of these adoring fans and my ideal readers. They love it. They want more of it. So be joyful. Use words that are... Um, exciting and invigorating for you when you're describing your uh, intention. Use emotionally charged words. So when when you create things in your lives, we're, we are creative individuals. We are creative beings. And when we say something with feeling and emotion, we charge that vibration and bring that into us that much faster. And mind you, that can be both positive and negative. So if you just hate such and such or whatever, then that is going to become more of your experience and you're going to get more things to hate. So I really implore you to dissipate any negative emotion like that. Neutralize it. Turn away from it swat it away, just shoo it, shoo it away, as one of my clients says, shoo that negative emotion away so that you bring only positive emotion or at least neutral emotion into your experience. So when you look at it from the positive and you say, 
I am so excited, happy, and grateful that my book is now published and it is a bestseller. It feels so good to see that label on the front cover of my book. That has a much more positive tone to it and because you're really feeling it, you visualize it, you think about how awesome it would be and you really get tingles because it feels so great, that is when you really emotionalize it and that's when the vibration matches the universe that brings all these great things your way so that that can become true for you. Awesome. Emotionalized words in your intention statement can really help you bring this forward and it makes you feel good. Wouldn't you rather feel good about something than go through with drudgery and, uh, well, I'm working on my book. You don't want to feel that, right? You don't want to feel the ho-hum. You want to feel like, oh, I'm so excited. All right, it's writing time. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to crank out some awesome words that are going to help my ideal reader to enjoy reading my book. Go into it with joy and excitement. And whenever you can, add your five senses to your statement. So make it a more sensory experience. You want to add color, add flavor, add texture, add more. So sights and sounds and tastes and smells and touchable, touchable elements. Feel it. Find ways to bring a really high energetic vibration to that intention that you're setting. You want to feel it. You want to see it. You want to touch it. You want to taste it. If you can smell it, that's great. You know, like a lot of people when um, they are intending to step into more abundance financially and they, they can smell the money as they fan it in front of their face, right? You take a whole bunch of bills and you fan it in your face, money smells a certain way, right? So you can bring that smell into your intention. You can hear it fanning in front of your face. You can, um, you know, stack it up or it's piling around you, whatever. Actually get into the feeling place and the sensory place of whatever your intention is. So when it comes to your book, fanning your pages and just seeing this beautiful product sitting on your desk and how you love to just touch your book and you feel how thick it is and how wonderful it is and how beautiful the pages are laid out and and you can just see the joy on people's faces when they take and they open it and look at the table of contents and they're like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I need. Feel that. Feel that. And, and really engage with the emotional aspect of it. And then write that down. Capture that. If it's something that you are intending that is, is a daily process or something like that, you want to see that intention on a regular basis. Put it up on your wall until it is totally manifest in your experience. And... Or, you know, when you write it down, you get a little more clarity about what it is you're trying to create too, right? Just like when you're doing goals. When you write them down, you can be more specific about them. And, you know, research says that when you write it down, you're uh, a significant percentage more likely to make it true for you than if you did not write it down. 
And also, it just helps you to remember what you're feeling, remember what you're going for. If you set an intention, for example, for each of your writing session, and you say, I am going to go to the words count session at Prolific Writers Life so that I can enjoy my writing experience with other writers who are going through the same thing, then and and they're going to see my smiling face when I join the group and we're going to have great writing and I'm going to be cranking out, you know, a big segment of my next chapter when I'm there and it's just going to be fantabulous. Well, feel that. You want to you be able to feel that every time you go into those sessions. So write that down so that it can resonate with you. And when you can resonate with what it is that you're intending, then, ah, it can't help but come to you. It can't help but become true for you. So get in alignment with what it is that you are intending with your book and then feel the excitement of being a part of that and visualize yourself in that moment, feeling that, get into the now of it all. Not in the future, but get into the now of it. And you'll be amazed at what you're gonna be able to create. So, you know, I am just excited for you. I am excited for what you're going to create in your book. I'm excited for the impact that you're going to make in the lives of your readers. I am excited about what your book is going to do for your business and the additional revenue streams it's going to create for you. I am excited about what you're going to do as a best-selling author. And I can't wait for you to tell me Send me an email at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com and say, oh my gosh, it happened. Tell me how excited you are that you manifested your intention, that you are joyfully publishing and selling your books, that you are joyfully making a major impact in the world with your words. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. So please, please share that with me. Okay, this has been just a no, way deep session. So <laughs> I want you to know that um, I am so excited for you, as you can tell. But now I'm going to calm down for a hot minute ah, so that we can get into our abundant author affirmation for today. Now I want you to write this down if it resonates with you and post it wherever you'll see it. And say it throughout your day to keep your heart happy and your subconscious mind aware of it. I set my intentions with joy, knowing they are made manifest in my life. I set my intentions with joy, knowing they are made manifest in my life. And with that, we are complete. Woo! Remember that you can pave the way for your success as an author by being clear in your intentions and believing in your positive outcome. Create your reality. Create your reality with your positive and awesome intention. I wish you the best in so doing. So, please take a moment for me and download the podcast and leave a quick review on the Write Something Worthy podcast so that it can reach more awesome, intentional authors like you. 
And remember to email us at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com if you want to provide input to season two of our show. We truly, truly welcome your ideas and your feedback. So thanks for listening today. Note that we're going to be celebrating our anniversary through the end of April. We've got another episode to do that with. And then we'll take the month of May 2022 off to revamp for season two. And we may uh, have some highlight reels and so forth that will happen throughout that month so that you can still get some content. But it will be highlights of our season one. Okay. Be blessed today. Have a great one. Intend something awesome, something worthy of you, and go forth and be awesome. Bye now. You've been listening to the Write Something Worthy podcast with Tonya Brockett. If you'd like to know more about today's topic, find show notes, relevant links, and more at writesomethingworthy.com. Have a question or something to add to the conversation? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at podcast at writesomethingworthy.com. Please take a moment to leave an honest review on your favorite podcast platform. These reviews help us to improve our show and help us to spread the word. If you know anyone who would enjoy these episodes, please share it with them. Have a wonderful week and we hope you join us next Wednesday for another fabulous episode. 